On this episode of A Soul's Quest podcast, Omar and I are discussing some ways to accept what has happened, learn from mistakes, and leave your past behind. Stay tuned. So, hey, what's what's happened? Happened. What's happened? Happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You That's know where I got that today? title from? Where? Tenet, the movie. Oh, really? Yes. Okay. Uh, oh. uh, there was a part towards the end of the movie in which they're conversating, and it's like, what's happened? Happened. So hmm. I'm like, oh, I thought that was pretty interesting. Catchy. Yeah, catchy. But relevant. But relevant. And I thought it was a very good, very good point because you, you, you know, a lot of the times we want to be able to control. Mm-hmm. Uh, our past or change it but it's happened yeah so i i when when we talked about this episode i i was thinking that um this is really relevant and one especially now that i'm looking at you because Mm. there are a lot of times that you and i've had discussions and a lot of the discussions have to do with what's in the past yes and i think that's because um for the majority of people Mm -hmm. um we experience traumas and yes. experiences that are not pleasant. Mm-hmm. And those experiences, even if we think we've resolved those experiences or those feelings or the emotions that are wrapped around those experiences or the, the traumas, mm-hmm. I think at some, there are always triggers out there yeah. that sort of bring these traumas and experiences back to the surface. It's, it's, it's interesting. I mean, like I've, I go back and forth between the modern, with the modern mental health movement. You know, it's okay. I'm 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 trying to make sense of it, right? Because there's things like triggers and things like self care. To me, they're kind of dubious. Why? They exist. They they happen, don't they? They do, mm-hmm. right? Um, but also, again, one of the things is that life is an experience, mm-hmm. right? And and there will be situations that we experience that are not so pleasant, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, you know, we both share our stories, and we both share our things, right? But I've come to a stage in which, as painful as those ex- experiences were, they're very integral, integral. And, and and a very important part of the person that I am. Mm-hmm. Like, without those experiences, I wouldn't be who I am. Mm-hmm. So there's a certain level of gratitude, you know, for me, for those things, those, those unpleasant things that happened. I'd be curious to see how other people would respond to that. Because why, can you explain Uh briefly Uh how you could be grateful for being abused? Yeah. Or how you could be grateful for domestic violence in a a relationship? Uh Or, you know, or being abandoned? Yes. Um, How how do you, how do you... how do you mid? I'm curious. Yeah, let me, how do you find gratitude? Let me tell you. For instance, I felt abandoned. You know, number one, my my father growing up was never really in the picture. You mm-hmm. know, um, and as a kid, uh, uh, to be honest with you, I never, 
it wasn't really it was a part of my regular life um and i remember in my ter early 20s uh when i had my first you know spot with my subconscious you know this coming up and i went and confronted the situation right and after i confronted it i kind of like realized eh, i'm not really missing out on anything mm. that abandonment and then and then knowing that there were things that i could have gained from it mm-hmm I think allowed me to become more understanding and sympathetic to young people, mm -hmm. to our kids, mm -hmm. to try to be there and be more of a guide, mm -hmm. you know, um, not to be the replacement of a father, but to be able to guide a little bit better because I understand what it is to be the other. Mm -hmm. So I think that that was a, a thing, you know, when my mother left and having to be, alone and going to bed crying at night and, and having to feel that that emptiness out of being completely like nobody cares for me and all that stuff. I never thought about killing myself. I thought about running away. But then that showed me that I could rely on my inner world mm -hmm. to be to find some solace. Mm -hmm. To know that there was no, that 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 despair at the end of it was bearable, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah, so temporary, that, temporary. That, yeah. yeah, that it kind of mm -hmm. like, oh, okay, this. Yeah. Th I I went through that and it was painful, but now, but I was able to. Now, as an adult, I could spend time by myself and not get like, oh my god. Yeah, I was able to go away on my own and not feel anything. Mm -hmm. So there mm -hmm. are things. There are little gems that you gain mm -hmm. if you look at it with different points of view and that's right. what i'm saying that that uh, sometimes even in the in the darkest darkness of darkness there's things that make you uniquely you mm -hmm. you okay. know and which is, comes from those traumatic experiences as well right so then this is the other then a uh, point that um just to get into the next um segment here is to yeah. why is it that we so is there isn't anything wrong then with referring to our past, but there is something um, with dwelling in the past. Yeah. Right. Correct. So why do we do that? Why do we think so much about that? Why do we dwell on the past? Okay. I always think about, I love animals. I like, I like nature. Mm -hmm. Like nature teaches us all these stuff. Like if you really open your eyes to nature, mm -hmm. like you really start seeing all these things. Mm -hmm. Right. So, Animals learn in a very in, in a very curious way, mm -hmm. right? If if an animal goes, and uh, I was watching a um, I was watching this documentary on a honey badger going after a snake. You remember that, <laughs> I right? I remember, yeah. <laughs> so this honey badger had experience with the snake already, and they, he knew not to bite the snake on a certain place because before, when they did, mm -hmm. it he was like, unpleasant. Yeah, he like had a moment where he actually like died. He passed out, passed out, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. but he knew from before it wasn't good that like he knew from before. Okay, well, I'm gonna pass out, but I'm gonna get up again. So let me kill it. I know I'm gonna pass out. But, but then I'll when I come back. back and get up again, yeah. Yeah. I'll do that. It'll be dead, yeah. I think about 
all our ancestors, right? Like I think about, for instance, in Jamaica, they eat that 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 food, uh, uh, aki. Uh, they do aki and codfish, right? Mm -hmm. That fruit is poisonous if it's not tr treated in a certain type of way, right? Puff puff adders are edible, but if you do it in a certain certain way, they're poisonous and, and could kill a human. How did we get there? How do we figure that out? There was some person that tried it, killed themselves, right, and did it. It's the same thing that happens to us. We go to all these traumatic experiences, and we've learned from those experiences as how to avoid certain situations. Okay. For a second there, you lost me, but now I got it. Well, you did, right? <laughs> no. I, I was like, what? Why are but you talking about? Because we learn I get it. by experience. By experience, right. We learn by experience. And we... As, as tra tra traumatic, because I'm not trying to minimize the experiences, but in experience, you got to look at it. And I want people to think, to start like really looking at deduction <coughs> and logically mm -hmm. and thinking of experiences and saying, okay, I learned from this experience and this is what I've learned from it. Right. You so, can use those things as gems, as you like to refer to yeah. it, as gems to help us through current situations. situations. And then to be able to avoid danger doing that right gotcha. right mm -hmm. because that's the whole idea of 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 experience in life it's like when you know that some that there's fire there you're not going to touch it because you know that you're going to get burned burned right right and there are situations in which you're not aware of and things happen now but you always blame yourself for it right, right? Mm -hmm. but it's not you when traumatic situations happen to an individual kid you know, this is something that I struggle with personally, just full disclosure. I always thought that I was never good enough for things. Mm -hmm. Always. I was never good enough. You know, nothing that I did was never good enough growing up, right? Mm -hmm. If I got all straight A's, oh, you should have been number one, right? I didn't clean this good enough. I didn't do this good enough. Oh, you're this. You know, like I always felt like that. And all my life, throughout all of my life, I, f I always felt that I wasn't good enough. Where did I come from? Well, my mom was tough on me, right? Grew up without a dad. Nobody really paid attention to me. And I remember this conversation that I had with Ken, um, my, my scoutmaster, mentor, everything. He's like a father figure. And he told me, he's like, I saw things like I know Danny was capable of doing, but I never saw anything coming from you. But all you did, it was an opportunity. And that took completely that day. I just cried because I never had anybody tell me anything like that before mm -hmm. at all, mm -hmm. you know, and we looked up to Ken with reverence and fear all at the same time. Yeah. But when we died from him, that was like the biggest thing in my life. Right. But what that showed me at that moment is that, it wasn't that I wasn't good enough, you know, and, 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 and again, this is important to that. I'm saying this because it replayed recently in my life and I, I'm going to touch it both together, but it wasn't that I wasn't good enough. It was that I've never, I was never given an opportunity onto that moment to showcase what I was capable of Your doing. abilities, right? Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. So all my life, I kind of like, after that point, I started doing things based on that. But I still have that. I'm not good enough because I'm going to a different scenario, a different thing. I don't have Ken anymore. I don't have Betty anymore. I don't have my friend Danny and George anymore, you know. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to different scenarios. So I felt like I constantly had to prove myself, mm -hmm. right? Most, more recently, 
I, I dealt with that same thing. And for a little bit, for a, a strong period of time, it, you know, I felt that I wasn't good enough. Mm-hmm. But after talking to friends and talking to people that I really care about and people that care about me and then understanding other people's motivations, then you start realizing, no, I did what I needed to do. I did the best that I could. Mm-hmm. So for me, feeling that I wasn't good enough was a reflection that those people were not willing to accept me for the person that, that I was. you are, right. Mm-hmm. You know, never did anything unethical. Always a team player. Did all those things that you're supposed to do because you want to do, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But I was still not good enough in their eyes. Right, the outcast. I was always the other. Mm-hmm. I was the other. Yeah. But that doesn't, is that a reflection on me or a reflection on who they are as individuals? Mm-hmm. It's a two-way street. Right. You know, it's the conflict, right? Mm-hmm. So the idea really is because we learn from mistakes. We learn and then it's like, you know, there's science, science, uh, uh, scientific research. And you guys look it up because I'm not looking that shit up. It's like you can look it up that it's like things get engraved in your mind from things that happen. Well, logically, you have to understand and accept that that's not always the reality and the truth. You know, it's like, yeah. it, I mean, it's, it, but you it, have to learn from experiences. Right. It's just like saying, like, um, you know, I shared my personal story of being abused. Yes. Um, when we started a soul's quest and uh-huh. I, um, you know, uh, that affected me in ways that I didn't know it was affecting me. Yeah. And I was denying that um, as a part of my life i was denying it because i just didn't want to believe that this is affecting me i'm not that i'm not that person right and i realized that you know being with you and stuff and whatnot and and, and started understanding like okay i think this might be affecting me a little bit more Mm -hmm. than i thought Mm -hmm. and really had to face and confront those issues right and and the and the, the 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 implications that it was having on my life yeah, and what it was doing for my thought process and thinking about it, ruminating and things Mm -hmm. like that. And, and it really, really, um, showed me that, that I'm a strong person Mm -hmm. and that I, um, now have something that is, that I can relate to other people with that have gone through the same thing who may not be going through it, um, who may have gone through it worse yeah, and who are not dealing with it productively. Yeah. And they, now what we do here is we share stories and we yes. share the uniqueness and, and the, the commonalities. That's a commonality that I have with another individual yeah. that I can share with them. And I can say, listen, this is what happened to me. Mm-hmm. This is how I experienced and processed it. Mm-hmm. And this is how I'm getting through it and how I deal with it on a daily basis or whenever it comes up yeah and it's gotten it's become less frequent how often i think about it now yeah and it doesn't make me feel the way that it used to i used to feel like i'm the only one that's happened to Mm -hmm. um it's a it's a naughty thing i can't talk about it because people it's it's disgusting yeah um people are gonna think i'm disgusting what did i do to provoke this to happen yeah um you know the the what do you call that the um there's a word for it, but now I just completely lost it. The, but anyway, the victim blame, the victim bl- blaming, the blaming blame the culture, yes, yes, you know, yes, yes. and, 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 
and all of those things were really like wrapped up and and even up until not you know a couple of years ago when I was yeah. going through a situation um at a place that I was working at and had to go through this whole process and I had mm-hmm. somebody tell me well have you considered the way that you, you dress, dress? Yes, and I was stupid. like what you know I was upset. Uh, yeah I'm curvy <laughs> I was wearing a business outfit I mean you know and it's like um even things like that, but I was able to defend myself yeah. and speak up on that, you know? And I think that that, what that experience uh-huh. though, while I don't dwell on it, I do reflect on it sometimes. And I yeah. think to myself, I, I look at it differently now than I did. Yeah. I don't look at myself as ill. What did I do wrong? What was I doing? Was I stupid? Was I naive? What happened? You know, yeah, 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 yeah. but I look at it now in terms of, um, first of all, I was young girl, the little girl, you know, mm-hmm. and I did with what I had at the moment, which was five or six years of life. Mm-hmm. And um, that doesn't define me. You know, what's interesting, right? And now that we're, cause we're talking about this and I, I, I look at all this stuff and I, and I, and I think we, we outline our mm-hmm. episodes. We don't per se verbatim. We want to be organic. Yeah. Verbatim. We don't, we have bullet points that we want to touch mm-hmm. on, but we don't really talk about specifics. Right? right. But one of the things that just popped into my head today is like in my first meltdown that I ever had, <laughs> you know, back in my twenties, again, I go back to the States cause it's like, it actually, uh, I'm going to be uh, f- 44 years old this year. Oof. And really? it was in fact, when this stuff, so start- much older than me. Yes, I am. <laughs> and, and, the first time that the first, um, about 22, 21, no, 22, 20 years ago, mm-hmm. this is when the, the, when the stuff started to happen. And it, consequently, the stuff that I've gone through within the last year started happening around the same time. Mm-hmm. So this is almost like a new cycle oh, beginning funny. for yeah, me, right? And funny. I just kind of like doing it. So the one thing <clears throat> that really made me to logically understand how to overcome these things again, because the conflicts and the traumas that we go through and that we have engraved in our mind, those cars that we have are typically, typically conflicts that we have with other individuals. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 With Mm -hmm. other individuals. A lot of the time. So the book that helped me understand that was I'm okay. You're okay. It's right behind you. I'm I'm okay. okay, You're okay. okay Thomas Harris. Right. (laughs) Right. And in this book, he kind of, uh, he goes into the adult, the parent, and the child, mm-hmm. right? And he talked about, in particular, your parents and the culture that they grew up in, they grew up in and the environment that they grew mm-hmm. up in and the idea that you have to somewhat put yourself in those situations and to achieve forgiveness is to be able to understand the culture or, or, or the, the, the environment or the circumstances in which they were they in. They were in, right. For you to put yourself in their shoes and think about it, right? And the reason why I bring that up, because ironically, ironically, this is, I mean, again, this is how everything kind of like comes together. Mm-hmm. I remember my father, my real father, just reaching out to me and he was talking to me and he didn't say, I'm sorry. Because that's not the way that the culture communicates. But he says to me, well, you know, I was a young kid. You know, I didn't know what I was doing. 
you know, that was just, you know, it's just everybody did it. So that's what I did. You know, that's just, you know, everybody just did it. But I knew that already. I understood. I was logical enough to be able to step back and look at the cultural context of it all and look exactly what happens. And even though, you know, I am a bastard, even though I'm all that, I understood it. I get it. You know, being being uh, the son of a of a bigot, you know, um, it's bigot, right? That was married twice, you know, didn't know. So I was that other kid, you know, with a family already established. But I once I understood that, even before he said that to me, we said it way later in life. I have already forgiven him. I'm like, you know what? It is what it is. I don't know if I could have a relationship because I don't think we have really much anything in common, although I've tried, yeah. but we really don't have much in common. Uh, you know, I'm cordial. Hey, how you doing? Everything's cool. Apostatic. Excellent. Let's go. But that taught me something, that book and that idea of being able to understand your oppressors or understand those people that cut, cut, uh, cause those stars, those scars. Are you trying to allude to the idea of empathy correct yeah. you know because it's easier to hate oh my god it is much easier to yeah hate. but it's so much uh, you know what i would disagree with that it is much easier to hate no no i think they're equivalent i think uh, personally i i don't agree with you on that i think no? i think that it's very it takes a lot of energy to hate somebody yeah because what you do is you you mm -hmm. ruminate yeah, on constantly. the thoughts and how this person, the transgressions and, and what they did and how could they, how did, how dare them do that to me? They, they yeah. could die. They could go to hell. They could, it takes so much energy. It raises your blood pressure. It just mm -hmm. it brings you to this really dark place. Yeah. You're gossiping, talking about it all the time. Whereas empathy, you, I think you privately go through that process yeah and it's something that it happens individually because trust no no me, no i think you can hate openly and outwardly. oh yeah of course yes you so can you can that. get yeah, other can people on your bandwagon of hating because yeah. they're gonna go join in on the gossip they're gonna join in yeah. on oh man that was terrible blah. Yeah. oh that's right that's messed up but when you're being when you're when you're exercising empathy for somebody else mm -hmm. which is like we've talked about this empathy mm -hmm. That's not an easy thing to do. It isn't. It isn't. But it I'm isn't. saying so. But it's more of a personal battle that you yes, go through. You so it that's the difficulty. Yes, you do so it that, internally. So that's why I said I think that they're equivalent because on the outside you can hate somebody and you can be mean and whatever and do whatever, but you have more. You could be outwardly like nasty because that's the culture. Yes. That we live in today. Yes. Yeah. But to have empathy is not the culture, Omar. Now, now, no, don't get me wrong. That there's, you know, in the last few years, there are some people that I, I really dislike. Right. You know, I'm a human being. And how much energy did you exert and, in and, that? But it took a lot of energy yeah. from me because, again, it was a different, it was reminiscent of what happened. Right. You know, so you want to associate the two. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But then in reality, then you start really looking objectively and saying, okay, let's look at the time and the place. Right. Let's look at the uh, 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 at the uh, where where what were the circumstances and what were the the the, the reasons, mm -hmm. and and you have to understand that there were other circumstances. Right. There were status things. There were things that uh, who do you think you are? There but were, so wouldn't you agree then that mm 
as much energy as it took to exercise hatred and anger and frustrations, yeah. it's equally difficult to exercise empathy because now you're alone in doing that because that's not necessarily the culture. Well, this is the hard part. The mm -hmm. hard part and what, what really gets uh, people is that, again, life is an experience, number one, right? And the uniqueness of the human, of the individual quest, that, in, that, that personal individual quest, the hard part is those moments when you are alone. Exactly. And you're thinking about the past. And you'll try to formulate a future based on the past because you are alone. Mm -hmm. Now, granted, you could have a support system. You could have all those things. And those things are great. There are encourage it. But at the end of the day, you have to go inside by yourself. And you have to be mentally prepared to be able to have... You have to be objective. You have to, you be, have to be rational. You have to be rational. You have, you to, have to be able to put things in their compartments. You know, right. the dark... You have to put your shadow in the compartment. Mm -hmm. You have to put your animus and animus in their compartments. You know, those opposite forces that you have within you to be able to objectively see, right. you know... The individual yourself as as truly what you are, right. because you will continue as you go forward. You will continue to have conflicts because it is inevitable. And in those moments, just to just to piggyback what you're saying, you have to have you have to be able to exercise self compassion. You have to be able to, yeah. I mean, like again, those are all like the new terminologies that we use that they use in mm -hmm. in 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 um, uh, the current mental health, you know, self-compassion. Well, it's what people identify with, and that's they why do. I'm saying Yeah, it. and, and mm -hmm. again, you're more, you are, you identify more with these things, but I, I'm very archaic. Well, I think I'm progressive when it comes you to are. that. I'm very and that's archaic. what people relate to. Yeah. Um. So I, and I, so I think it's important because you have to be able to be vulnerable to do that. Yeah. And you also have to have compassion for yourself. Yeah, that's why you're the yin to my yang because I'm very archaic and I'm very No, but what you're saying is very relevant and yeah, that's true. I am your yin to your yang because you can be rough around the edges. Oh, uh, let me just deliver a, that nicely. I, I, I got a lot of sharp <laughs> edges. I know. I'm here to I'm a sharp object. I'm here to taper that. Ooh, that was good. Great show. I'm here to taper that because <laughs> the the truth is is that when you're going through those processes, that's what you're doing because exactly, those are the new yeah. uh, terminologies, if you will. They're no, not new is. terminologies. They're no. just they're bring, they're coming. They're exactly yeah repackaged. repackaged. You know, and it, but it is important to understand and 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 to allow yourself the flexibility to that when you look at your 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 past. Um, and you look at the things that have happened in your past, both positive and negative, because sometimes our past positives and our successes could also blind us for the possibilities of the future. Well, definitely. Because we think, okay, Closes if you we off. do things in this same way, mm -hmm. we will get the same outcome. Right. Probabilities are are, are, are are good. Right. But are you gonna get are you gonna get the same exact result? No. Chances are no. Chances are no. Right. You know, you close and, your off. And you close yourself off. And that's the idea of evolving. Yeah. And because you, yes, I've learned a lot of things from this. Yeah. Let's try to figure out a way to make it more, more effective, much better. You know, right. and, and more um, beneficial. Right. In the long term. Right, right. You know, so it's it's looking at you know looking in your past and accepting what has happened. 
um, it's an important thing. And the final point that I want to make is, um, I hated the last Spider Spider Man movie. Hated it. Did well, like maybe it. we'll get comments on I, that. I did. Hated it. I wanted to walk out really bad because hopefully Joan's not listening. I know she's not listening. You know, I, she loved she, she loves the cinematography. I, I, I think the cinematography yes, was great. The pictures, was. you know, all that was great. The the, the storyline, I just did not like it. The reason why is because you have to sometimes accept that what's happened. It's happened. Right. And you can't go oh, back. Oh, yeah. So for those who didn't see it, we don't want to go there, do we? Yeah. But okay. uh, spoilers. Okay. But you can't constantly. Spoiler alert. You can't. You 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 can't live live in the illusion that you're going to go back and change things for something better. I think that is a that's a that's a. It's a bad. Uh, it's a really bad idea to live in that from that point of view that to go back and change people and make could be, because what will be the point? Mm-hmm. Well, you're I, you're taking away <clears throat> who you are as a person by going back and trying to fix things that happen. Well, and I think then what comes into play or the 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 phrase that I think of that comes to mind when you say that is you you can't do that. That's not feasible. Yeah. But hindsight is twenty twenty. Because you can exactly. reflect on the past in a positive manner correct, to help you with things that are going on currently, uh-huh. thus creating opportunities for your future. Yeah. And that's what I and it, think. And again, it's like, and this is the thing that, oh, I get this so much. I don't care. People don't, if they watch it, they watch it. If they don't, they don't. I don't really understand. I care. And this is the issue that I see with minorities, to be honest with you, and speaking as one. Right? Mm-hmm. We look at the past, and we and a lot of minorities in particular, I don't think have learned this lesson. To be able to ex- understand it, do what the I'm okay, you're okay says, and be able to forgive and move forward. Mm. And why do you think that's just a minority issue? I think that's a an entire it human is, race but issue. But I see it now because I don't I don't know. I guess it's my TikTok feed is a lot of minority stuff. I don't know why cuz but at the same token it's like you have we ha- you can't live in the past. What's mm-hmm. done is done. So I think that is more applicable to the human race. Yes, to the so, human race because in I think a Correct. lot of people because we see, this is what you're getting to my end lo- <laughs> because I'm coarse and you're so much so well, much more I, diplomatic I, than I am. I just think that um I think that it's it's a reflection of the entire human race. It is. We have so many, we got baggage, we got chips on our shoulders. Yes. And those chips on our shoulders weigh us down. And that's the hate part that I was talking exactly. about earlier. And we have to be able to come to a place where we just say, you know what? Exercising empathy, empathy. And, compassion, and understanding. It's like understanding. what's happened, happened. And those people at those times were whatever That's what they, they were. had. And then this is what they had. And this is what, this they, is what they did. Now, we've progressed so much and we have advanced so much. Let's not mess it up, number one. Well, number two. And that's the problem. If you're fighting for it not happening today, exactly. absolutely, you yes. should be fighting for it. But it's, we can't relive what's happened. It's right. too late. It's, right. We can't go back. Right. And we can't hold other people accountable. Right. What I what But I do say... It's like okay, you stand up for what's right where you are, and you do the best you car you right. can where you are. Right, you know, and 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 again, it, it is so controversial and it is so convoluted. Um, but every time that we continue to live in the past and and we continue to live from that point and we failed to forgive, 
-hmm. when we failed to learn from our past experiences and come up with new perspectives, then we're doing our individual selves a disservice. Yep, I agree. So because we can't talk forever, although yeah. I, we could. Yeah, sorry. Go ahead. I just Let's went go on ahead. Rant right there. Let's go. No, it's fine. It's good. I think it's relevant, and it me it it, it matters. You're it's so a discussion. Much, you're so diplomatic. I like it. <laughs> See, you temper my my judgment. Well, I think I think it's important to when you're when you're making statements like that. I, I don't. I think it's important to put that where it needs to be. Mm -hmm. And that's on the responsibility of the entire human race. We're all responsible for that. Yeah. Um, I know that certain minorities <clears throat> have experienced in the past atrocities and they've been devastating. And I would never take that away from anybody. Mm -hmm. um, so I agree with you that we have to sort of let that go. Um, if you're in today, you're living today and find a different way to fight for that right if it's being violated. Again. And and that's uh, right. And mm -hmm. I think that's what I'm trying to say. And who knows, we might get some negative backlash on. Uh, it's fine because that's what we think. And I don't yeah. think that we mean it in a, in a negative way. I think it's conducive to think in that way. You can't change the past. You can certainly bring it up if you want to, but what's the point? Yeah. And why not focus on what we are, what we are, where we are today Correct. and why we're doing things that are relevant to the past to other races or other people yeah. or other people's desires, needs, wants, whatever. Mm -hmm. And, 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 and looking at that and how we can change that. You know, yeah, does that make sense? No, it does make yeah. sense. Okay. You know, the idea is like, as, as now that things have happened, uh, both from the individual and the collective standpoint, now that these things have happened and, and, and atrocities and which are real, dude, these things are, are, are complete, complete facts. Nobody is minimizing that. Right. Just like it happens in the individual with traumatic, tra traumatic, traumatic experiences with their loved ones and right. things like that. Those things have already <clears throat> happened. Right. The question is, how do you move forward? How do you learn from this experience? Right. How do you create something better with that right. because those experiences have made you they're a part of you right you know mm -hmm. but you could choose um to continue the stigma and, and continue that right or you exactly. could continue to become a, a evolve as yes. an individual that understands those things and remove the stigma empathetic, yeah becomes more empathetic understand that um those people didn't know any better but I'd be damned if you're gonna do it again. Yeah, oh, you know, I'm not gonna tolerate so that. So it's like, but, 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 but to but think about evolving mm -hmm. as a whole, healing, healing both the aggressor and the perpetrator. Right. Yeah. You know, it's mm -hmm. like both have both have to evolve exactly, um, and not being condemned exactly. Mm -hmm. Okay, so. Because we have to come to a close. I understand. Yes. I just want to kind of recap the things that we've gone over throughout this episode. And there are five things that I um, sort of have written down and um, have notes on. So, mm -hmm. number one, mm -hmm. use your rational thinking qualities. Yes. Well, so, you, oh, I thought you were going to read the rest. You know, no, you're going to tell me what, okay, what's well, that. You, I, wanna, you, I want us to engage in conversation. Okay. So, you, you have to identify... Brief. 
conversation. You, you, you have to identify what the issue is uh, and why is it bothering you. Mm-hmm. Like, you have to understand that. Right. You know. Definitely. If you feel like you feel like I have a con- I have I have an issue with a feeling of abandonment. Right. What I is that? Alone. Explore to me, it. To me, one of the I just give you an example. To me, my biggest issue is like sometimes I feel like I'm nothing. Right. Honestly, straight up, I'm nothing. I'm um, nobody wants me. Nobody wants to be around me. Whatever, whatever, whatever. Right. And then you have. Then I I, I got to start thinking about it. Okay, why would I feel that like I'm nothing? Well. Um, this happened from this individual, this happened from this individual, this happened from this individual, then this happened and this happened. Okay. Now, <clears throat> look at all the things that you are. You're this, you're this, you're this, you're this, you're this. And you have done this, 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 and that. Right. And now you have this to look forward to. Gotcha. And now you have a goal and you have an idea. Right. But I've come to embrace being nothing because space is vast. And there's nothing in it. Right. So I love that shit now. I like being nothing. Okay. The second thing uh-huh. is to remember that life is mostly out of our control and yes. that unexpected things will happen. Yep. yep. And that's because we have, we live in a society with other people, really. Exactly. It's very simple. We live in a universe that we don't know what's really going to happen. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, we live in a, in a world itself that is thithering. It's just going around a star, mm-hmm. you know, in an expanding universe, right? And we don't know where it begins. Well, we think we know where it begins. We don't know where it's going to end or if it's going to end. And we know that our life has a certain time frame. Yeah. So in the midst of all that, we got to remember that. And we can't shy away from it or, or become anxious about the end. Right. It is inevitable. <clears throat> mm-hmm. It is coming. Yeah. Every day that passes by is coming. So the idea is, you can't be afraid of that. That's why you have to experience life and look at experiences both, accept both positive and the negatives of it all. Okay. Yep. Number three, mm-hmm. as a unique individual on a quest for discovery, know that you are not perfect. Yes. Mistakes are a part of life. Well, that's what we learn from. We mistakes. are not infallible. You know, this is the very concept of this um, whole episode is learning from mistakes and yes. you know, thinking about what's happened. So what did I learn from this experience? You know, and that's, that's, whether it's a mistake or not a mistake or somebody else's mistake. What yeah. did I learn from it? It's just I mean, to me, it's like I, I do like a lot of thought experiments. Right. Right. Thinking about things like that. Oh, and I know. I, you like philosopher? You mean like philosopher? No, I mm. just thought experiment just like existentialists. No, I'm no. It's just oh. I just think I just kind of like just things just pop into my head. Oh, like, oh, okay. like I said earlier, <clears throat> the first person that said, oh, I want to I, I, I want to eat a, a puffer puffer fish, you know, and then they ate it and it was poisonous and they died. Mm-hmm. And then somebody else came. Well, he ate this part. Let me try that other part. Like how do how do they figure that out? Mistakes. Well, first of all, if I saw somebody eat a puffer fish and they died from it, I would not eat it. Period. But they do. But that's what <laughs> no, I'm saying. I know. You know. But it's now like, they know okay. how to prepare it. Now yeah. they know specifically which parts, how to prepare it, so it doesn't become poisonous to the human body. Right. Like they know that. Somebody had to start with that. Somebody had to start eating it, mm-hmm. and to get to that point experiences right traumatic experiences that evolved and that's just that but think about all the other things the first person that got in we were talking to our uh, a friend think about the first person 
right? Uh, uh, the helicopter was uh, established in the 1930s. Think about the first person that said, I'm going to go there. I don't know if it's going to happen, but I'm going to go. I, I want to see what happens. To go in this thing that nobody has ever tried, you know, and learn, oh, okay, we can't do that, and we can't do this. When we can't do that, I could have died, but okay, now mm -hmm. I know what to do. Mistakes, and you learn from that. That's experiencing life. Okay. So the fourth way that we can let go of our mistakes and put the past behind us uh -huh. is by letting our emotions out in a productive way. Yes. There's no denying that that pain exists, you know, and those traumatic experiences are, they hold an emotional, they hold emotional content, right? And you ha and, and sometimes it's very suppressive inside and you had to let it out. Again, full disclosure, mm -hmm. within the last year, I don't, I'm not a person that typically cries. I was cried out. Cries, when, yeah, I, know. I was cried out when I was a kid. I mean, <laughs> all my tears came out back then, uh -huh. right? <laughs> but the last year has been a very challenging year, and there wasn't anything more cathart cathartic than just having like a just, just, ah, just an let ugly it cry. out. ugly cry. There was nobody around, which is kind of interesting. I'm sharing it now, but it was an ugly cry, and I just let it all out. Uh -huh. And it was just from the inside, you know? So that's one thing that I did, that it was just... And he felt... Was it catharsis? It was a catharsis, and he felt so good afterwards. Yeah. Like, I felt clean afterwards. That's one thing. Uh, the second thing is, and again, this might be hokey or might be whatever, but I wrote letters to all those people that I consider my aggressors or I consider, like, that I was angered about, and I really just fucking just let it out on a piece of paper. Mm. Then I burned it. That's a good one. Then I burnt it. Mm -hmm. um, Napoleon Hill has this line that he says, um, if you have something negative to say about someone, write it in the sands at the beach so the wave takes it. That's right. You know, but I, but, but um, physically, a, a physical thing when you can't do something one on one because we seldom get to do that. Right. You know, it's not, it's, it's a symbol. It is a symbolic action that to write it down, to let that out. And to take it and physically burn it, that symbolism is it's that's why rituals were so powerful in past religions and stuff, because there were a symbolic manifestation of something to be expressed. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. And and that is something that I did and we both did that. And it was catharsis. And it was but definitely. it is a catharsis to be able to <clears throat> let that out. You know, that's one of the things that we do. And the put the the moment the the point is to give it its moment in the sun. Yeah, definitely. And, and to let it out of you, you know. Mm -hmm. and, and there'll still be remnants in there. But again, it's just to give it its moment in the sun, mm -hmm. you know, in a productive manner. The other thing is use that to create something. Mm -hmm. Make something out of it, you know. Write something about it. Writing is like one of the, the most powerful tools that it was ever in, created in human for the human species. Mm-hmm. Use it, write it, yeah. you know, create something like that. Yeah. Create something that gets your stuff out. Yeah. Go to a biting cage and go batting, you know, go to the, 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 the range, shoot at the, at a target. Yeah. Let it Whatever. out. Yeah. In yeah. a productive manner. Manner. Yeah. Okay. You know, all right, go ahead. Next one. The final way for us to <laughs> let go of our mistakes and uh, put the past behind us is Knowing that your life has meaning in the here and now. Yeah. Past experiences, and this is something that we have to accept. Past experiences, both positive 
and negatives mm-hmm. are the catalyst for us to evolve as individuals. Those experiences have value. They are painful. Yeah. They are tough. Yeah. There are scars that we always carry. But you wouldn't be manifesting the individual as shitty as you may feel right now because you're trying to get rid of it. If you look at them with soft eyes to learn from those, what did I learn? I learned that my mother didn't abandon me. She left to find a better life for me. Mm-hmm. But as an eight-year-old, seven-year-old, how do you understand that? Right. Only in retrospect do you really understand that. Mm-hmm. To accept that my father was just a young man living in a culture that just... Spread yeah. your seas, young man. <laughs> <laughs> and I understand it. And, and understand his regret. You know... You could uh, you could accept that. I can't change the man, nor do I want to. No. But I could understand it. Mm-hmm. Now, me as an individual, I never wanted to do that because I understood my pain. Yeah. You know. Yeah, you came to terms with that. Yeah, pain. me as an individual didn't feel that I should abandon my wife or by or our kids. I chose to do that. I chose to do my very best not to spread my seeds out there, which I did pretty good. You you didn't spread your seed I anywhere. Didn't, you, know? <laughs> you have no, you know, children but our so, own. <laughs> you know, so those are those are lessons that you learn and how you choose to move forward is what really matters. But that's how we evolve as people. That's how we become better human beings. And at the end of the day, what does the individual do? The choice is yours. You have to choose. You have to choose to either take, let this experience dictate your life or learn from them and try to make the best out of it. Because, you know, I, I will put it like this to end this, right? The Buddha says that all life is suffering, right? But the transcendence of that suffering is the path to nirvana, right? Mm-hmm. And nirvana is not a place, is a psychological state of mind. I'm not even close to being there. I'm just I'm learning as I, as I go, but I want I'm experiencing life even with this tough stuff, which is uh it hasn't been easy, but you learn from it. Yeah. That's good. And that's it. If you like this video, please like and subscribe and leave us a comment. Also, if you want to know more about what we're doing at A Soul's Quest, make sure to visit us at asoulsquest.com. Mm-hmm.